right. We're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Let's talk Battle Rap Podcast. Franz and Vlad, we're back at you once again. Yeah. It's been a minute. Oh, February is here. January ended rough. As we all know, the great, the legend, the Laker man himself, Kobe Bean Bryant, has passed. We know that. It was sad. We took a week off. It was tough, man. France, you are a diehard Laker at heart, from your grandpappy to your pappy, and now to you. Brother, tell me what Kobe meant to you, and tell me how the news hit you, bro. Oh, man. Um, growing up, you know, you already said it, I was a Lakers fan by blood. Yeah. Uh, my father, my father's father, my uncle, so it's just like purple and gold is all I knew. And, you know, living on the East Coast, cause I was born in DR and I came to New York. But living out here in the East, you know, the West Conf- Western Conference teams only come here once a, a year, or once a season, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so this is before we had the Brooklyn Nets, for the people that forget that they were in Jersey. You know, because they are, they are NBA fans. They're still recently new. There's casual fans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had the New Jersey Nets, and we used to always have to go to that arena to buy games because the Nets just, after, like... 2004, 2005, they really weren't, yeah, they weren't really good. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. And a couple years before that, you know, they weren't really good neither. So it was so we wouldn't go watch the Lakers at the Garden. We'd go watch them at Jersey. So every year as a kid growing up, once a year, I would go to Prudential Center, yeah. watch the Lakers, all the way up until like 2010. And that's my childhood, man. It's yeah. like, you know, you just you lose, you lose, a, you lose a childhood hero, man. That shit hurt, man. I was, I was really mourning. I know, man. Yo, it was crazy. My wife and I stepped out and... um. We were walking around and whatnot, just, you know, stretching our legs, and then we come back in, and I get the text from you, see, Vlad, I'm like, I'm like, man, this fool talking about some battle rap, what the heck's going on right now? And then, uh, and then after I hit you back, Tim hit me up, and he was like, yo, you know, I was just listening to the interview with Saint, he was like, you know, talking about Kobe, and now this. I'm like, now this. I'm like, yo, what kind of cliffhangers these fools leaving me? You know what I'm saying? And then I saw the emoji you wrote, and then I'm putting two and two together. I'm like, hold up. Let me um, let me hit the Googles. And then I just sat down, man. I didn't even take my coat off or nothing. I just sat down for a while, yo. And my wife was feeling the news, and it was just like, dang. And then for like two, three days, that's like all I watched, man, was just like Kobe stuff and you know, finally, uh, TNT guys came back, and you know, you find some comfort in that, and then you find comfort in the great stories, and you know, you just you see all the images of him and Gigi and all that, and you know, you think about the other families, and it just—I don't know—just made me closer to my family and stuff. Like I've been making sure I text my folks every day and staying in contact, texting my sister every day now. Caught up with some homies I ain't speak to in a while, and. You know, just just let you know, man. You just never know when your time's up. So why you here? Make it worth it. You know, because that's what Kobe did. And you know, much like you, like Kobe's only like two years. Well, not much like you, but Kobe's only two years older than I am. 
you know, and you start thinking like, damn, son accomplished a lot. Like, what the hell am I doing over here? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you got to think he went he went to the league <laughs> yeah. when he was yeah. when he was 18, and we literally watched we literally watched him grow up before our eyes because he played for 20 years. So that means for 20 for more than his life, he was related to basketball than than he wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so crazy because like he, he just seemed like a like a a man child that was just ready to go like half the time you don't even think that kobe was that close to my age because he was just so dominant in his field that you just look at him as just like something so beyond like human you know what i'm saying and his determination his will everything about him and you know we all went through that roller coaster with him with Shaq, without Shaq, you know the the troubles that he went through, coming out of the troubles, dominating again. And it, you know, most people, after they get five rings and then they tear an Achilles, they're like, oh, call it a day. <laughs> I'm out of here. But nah, man, now Kobe came back for a few more and then went out dropping 60 on him. And, you know, he was grooming the, the next mama. He was grooming Mama Sita, mama Sita man. And it was just a great thing to see and just sad news. But. You know, life always goes on. It doesn't stop. But uh, we just wanted to take some time out and just show our respects to Kobe. So, you know, Kobe, Mambasita, everyone who was on that uh, helicopter, man, may y'all rest in peace and gone but not forgotten. Yeah, well said, man. Well said. The news definitely hit us to the point where we were like, uh, I'm not even motivated to hit the studio, man. You know? Yeah, baby. And, and, and I and I hope and I hope us as a culture, you know, I, I think everybody uh, worldwide, listen, I think everybody worldwide kind of agrees to just stay away from everything related to this. Like nobody's making you no know, memes out of it. There's no jokes being made. I would like for Battle Rap to have some morals listen, and not make any bars about any of this. I would like that too, but you know, there's gonna no, be no, Vlad, I, I no, I, I think it's I think it's gonna happen. For the first time, we're gonna finally have some some boundary in the culture where we we have some respect. I'd like I I would like to think that, but people make fun of Biggie dying and Tupac dying like these weren't real people. You know, somebody's gonna be cruising down Bozo Boulevard, and um, they're gonna start testing the water soon. I don't know what's hey, gonna you, happen, I, but I tell I tell you what, man, don't I, do it in L.A. I, I tell you that much. I t- and I'll tell you this, look, uh, we don't advocate violence, but I'm pretty sure somebody's chin, go- <laughs> somebody's chin going to get checked, Kobe. and that's going to be the f- that's gonna be the first and last Kobe bar post-2020. The word but, Kobe going to be the but, equivalent to the N-word, man. Y'all better watch beautiful, out. Beautiful thing of Kobe Bryant and battle rap, though, mm-hmm. prior to all this, he has a lot of great punchlines. So there's compilations of people making... You know, some of the best Kobe Bryant punchline bars that we've ever heard. And everybody got their schemes. You know, the eight and the two fold. Yeah. He got eight with two fold. <laughs> all, that, <laughs> all, that, all that beautiful stuff. That's okay. We leave yeah, that in the yeah. past and we'll appreciate that for what it was. It aged very well. Yeah. I, I, but, I hope so, man. But, you know, this is a dirty game, bro. It's a dirty game. It's a dirty game. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave that energy there, you know. And um, once again, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. Rest in peace to everyone on that helicopter. And uh, yeah, friends, you know, time to move on to some battle rap news, player. Some battle yeah, rap events lot. and whatnot. And first of all, not even battle rap news. You know, friends, I was watching uh, Instagram stories and all that. 
watching Uh-oh. Twitter Saturday night. I think it was Saturday night or something like that. Yeah. And um, you know, I follow RX, and uh, I look on RX's stories and whatnot. Who else do I see? My main, my main, my main, my main man, Mister France himself, and Misfit hanging out to the wee hours of the morning with RX. Player, player. How was that adventure with the battle rappers out there, man? You out there chilling and whatnot, kicking it. Take us through your Saturday night, big dog. It's deeper than battle rap. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Yo, you better word that correctly, player. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> nah, man. You know, I, I, got, I got good report with, with Latino of, Heat. Well, I mean, I got, a, I got a lot of good report with all the battle rappers. Even the ones I'm critical with, they still have that mutual respect with me. And there's a lot of guys and, and, and the women as well that if we're together outside of a venue or anywhere social, you know, it's a good time because after a while, you, you're you not going to be in a, at a bar or at a club or at a restaurant being like, hey, so when's your next match? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did you feel like you 2 one him or 3-0 <laughs> So how, how'd you call the battle? You know, did you, did you win all three rounds? What do you, what you think? You know, you know a lot I'm, of people I'm not, said I'm, that you know you 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 got three zero. <laughs> what do you think? And I, I'm, I'm, it's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. So when, when I'm out with everybody, you know, is always having a good time, having nice dialogue, masterminding, picking everybody's brains, learning a little bit about themselves as an individual and how they kind of approach their brand as an artist. And, and then, you know, you build that good rapport with them. And, you know, sometimes you do fun things. Every time Loso's in town or, or I meet up with Loso in the city, we chop it up, get some dinner after an event. You know, every time I'm with A-Ward, we go grab a diner at like 2, 3 in the morning because he's a degenerate and he'll stay up all night for battle rap like I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, me, Rumnidi, and Cortez, damn near broke night. Just, you know. Cortez fell asleep, dog. You know, so RX was in the city promoting yeah. her, her, promoting her brand. Doing some interviews. Her battle dropped today. Today's Monday. We're recording, uh, February third. Yes, sir. And so, so she was out here in the city. Uh, met up with her out in Queens. We got something to eat. Went to a bar. Then, where did y'all go to eat? What did y'all have? Skipping all the details. People don't want to hear about the battle rap talk. Man, they want to hear about this stuff. Where did y'all go? Oh no, I'm. I'm, 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 I'm gonna. I'm telling you the night. I'm my telling bad. you the night. You know, I'm old, man. I need all the details. My memory. Hey. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So we met up in Queens first, <laughs> and uh, and she was hungry, so she couldn't wait to get to the city. We were gonna go to Los Tacos Number One. Oh, Los Tacos Number One. I'll buy, I'll buy Times Square, but instead we just went to this bar called Saint and uh, oh, that's Devils, yeah, Saint yeah, and Devils, and, yeah, and just had some regular food. You know, she had herself a little flatbread chicken sandwich. Okay, okay, I had some I had some fried pickles. Hey yo, so she watching them carbs. Fried pickles are good hey. though, man. Oh what? Fried pickles are amazing. Fried pickles. I mean, it's crazy. an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. It's like you know, if you're a Danny Myers fan, you're a Danny Myers fan. If you're not, you're not. If you like pickles, <laughs> you like pickles. If you don't, you don't. Hey, I get I like, that. Yeah, I get that. So after we we ate, we head out to the city. I took her to Hudson Yard. I don't know if you got a chance to see Hudson Yard ever because you out in Brooklyn, you rarely go to the city, but you know about Hudson Yard. Yeah, come on, bro. 
I worked in the city, but, so <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the 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 vessel, which most people don't know, the vessel is a brand new thing for all of us. Yeah. I so even there. us who even us who live here, some people haven't seen the vessel yet. I've been to it a couple of times in the summer. Yeah. I was like, oh, we got to the vessel. Took it to the vessel. Shit was dope. Then we went to a refinery rooftop, oh, rooftop yeah, bar yeah. and restaurant and lounge. Facts. Had a good old time. Had a good old time. That's when uh, Miss Misfit popped up. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. I was like, "Look at this." Dude. So Misfit pulled up, right? And you know, this is a you know, it's a rooftop bar. So Misfit showed you up. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, she, she yo, she showed up with a murder of gang and sweats, and I was like, "I'm even shocked they let you in the building." But hey, they let you in the building. She Maybe she had a ponytail. Yeah. Maybe because she had a ponytail. If it was a guy, I don't think the same results would have varied. <laughs> but oh man. Nah, we we at we at we, we at the rooftop bar and you know everything there is all cocktails and mocktails and all that. I got a mocktail, yeah. I'm chilling, I'm drinking, and there's a drink called the Pier Perfection. The Pier you know, Perfection. I order one from P I E R. Yeah, P E P E A R. Oh, pier. the Pier Perfection. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pier, 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 Pier. Yeah, Pier. Uh, however, however you, yeah, however you want to say it, Pier. So Nobody <laughs> says, yo, let me get a pier. Hey, man. Unless you're from the I West Coast. Hey, man, that's a pier right me, there. That's a pair of perfection. <laughs> let me get let me get two peers. Uh-huh. I got Miss Fit a pier perfection. She was yeah. like, oh, this is good. In my head, I'm like. Misfit drinking a pier perfection. I just no, of course. She, 40 you, dog, yeah. No, of course, of course. She she wants a cup of Henny, but we're at a rooftop bar. You know, they, they're not going to serve our kind of drinks, Vlad. You got to. <laughs> You gotta adapt. They you gotta adapt a little bit. Vodka, bro. They had Jack. They had Honey Jack. Is oh. that good enough for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. So I got her pure perfection. She bodied it like she like you know these drinks. You gotta drink them slow and relax and and vibe. These is eight. These is eighteen dollar drinks. You don't just chug this like this is a red cup at a college party. <laughs> yeah, let me get another one, shot. <laughs> yeah, nah. So she chugs it. And she's like, I'm going to go get another one. Right. And in my head, I'm like, Go ahead, right. shorty. <laughs> she got a second one. Yeah. She bodied it. And then she's like, Oh, I drink handy, man. This is nothing. In my head, I'm like, All right. You, keep, you, you continue over there. Yeah. You go on ahead. Oh, she had another. Man. RX knew her limit. I think I like by like the third round, RX is like, I'm good. Word. You know, misfit here. I think she hit like she, she, this. This is an old smack battle. She had five rounds in her. <laughs> uh, she was feeling it after a while. It crept up on her. It crept up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so it always be them but, sneaky drinks, man. That you be thinking of. The, the the DJ had it going, man. Play some Whitney. Play some some MJ. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Played it all. This is how we do it. Everything. <laughs> He's playing the old head music. <laughs> oh, yes, it Sha-da-da-da-da was. No, no, uh, Yeah. Ah, ah. It was hilarious. Though. It was all that. And then, you know, you know, I'm with some I'm with some attractive Latina ladies. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. No, so, so, so some macadamia chips. <laughs> yeah. See, see me at the bar with my two sisters. Mm. And they're like... Well, they both can't be his. One of them got to be available. And I'm just like, hey, brother, both of them are available, okay? Oh, <laughs> like, like, that. like, yeah, go ahead. You can try, but I can't guarantee your results. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So these what? dudes come, he's, you know, a bunch of uh, macadamians mm-hmm. come around and and they're drinking with us and then they're fist pumping and dancing with us. Oh, and then some God. Brazilian guy comes in with his Asian girlfriend. Yeah. There's a party at this point. You got the Brazilian guy, the Asian girl, the two macadamians, me, Misfit, and RX. We're just having a blast. Then then the then then the macadamia guy goes, "Hey man, hey, I know you got some blow." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you, you a Latin cat, you gotta have the blow. <laughs> That's bad racist, man. <laughs> Stereotyping everywhere we go, man. Fuck. <laughs> I looked at him like, hey, man, I only participate in the green, not the white, sir. Yeah, yeah. Even though right now, no green for me, but I let him know what was up. Yeah. Oh they, they looks at Misfit. He's now like. I know you definitely got <laughs> <have> to- <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, I need that. And we're just looking at him at this point like, oh, okay. No, All right. God. This is our time to leave this section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, where's T-Top when you need him? <laughs> Where's all the battle rappers that talk about all this shit? Where, where are they? You know, we about to, about to call Rex on the phone. About to, <laughs> gonna bring about to call 12, T-Top. 12 skinnies. <laughs> about to call Goods up. Yeah, about to call no, all these guys retired. up. He retired now, man. He sells vending yeah, machines yeah. and whatnot. Uh, smart man. Yeah, yeah. I ain't mad at him. She. Right. I'm not mad at him. That sounds like a fun night. That must be good to be young, boy. I'm yeah. sleeping at that spot, man. Like... Fix me up. And then, uh, after the fear, after the fifth peer perfection, yeah, it's safe to say, uh, Misfit lost the battle. <laughs> was it was two one or three zero? Oh? It was five rounds. I think she lost four one. <laughs> Damn man, she got bodied. That's crazy. Nah. Yeah, I mean, but it happens, man. You have a good time in the city. That's what happens. Nah, that's dope, man. Shout out to Misfit. Shout out to RX. Shout out to you for hanging out. My anti-social ass. I'm like, man, we chilling at the crib, lamping, old man style, sleeping, then waking up <laughs> at two, seeing you still out. I'm like, damn, you still out, Chad? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, nah, it was definitely a, it was definitely a fun time. Uh, it was crazy, man. There, there was there was a couple there. Yeah, you know, we were, we were at the bar. We were, first, we're waiting for our table to sit down, and we can order our drinks and then eat and then chill, whatever. We're at the bar just getting a drink. Yeah, and a couple comes up to us, seeing the like we see us reading the menu. It's like an older couple, probably in their fifties. Yeah, and they're recommending like what to drink and what to eat, mm. and you know, then this lady's like, "Hey, man, that's your girlfriend?" And I'm like, "Nah, that's my homie." And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it all starts. Uh, like, that's, how it, that's how it all starts. You guys from here? And I was like, nah, I'm from the Bronx. She's from Cali. She's just visiting. Oh, she's only here for the weekend? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, well, you got one shot, mister. Don't fuck this up. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, you got it all wrong, lady. But I, I'll let you think whatever you got to think. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> that's it. Her mind, her mind is predicated on this already. That that that's that's how my night is going. So I'm gonna let her think that. Right, right, right. Me, meanwhile, the husband is talking to RX, just making casual conversation. Yeah, you know, just talking. Oh, because I guess the husband's also from LA. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh, where where are you from? Da, 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 whatever. They, you know, they just shucking and jiving. Taco spot where you get fish tacos. Yeah. Oh man, they're shucking and jiving. <laughs> the, then the 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 woman. 
she grabs my arm. She goes, hey, stop letting this Jew talk to your woman. Oh. Take her and, <laughs> and get out of here. And I was just like, what just happened here? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that plot twist. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, son. Yeah, yeah. So wow. I was just like, I did not see that coming at all. But that was my weekend. Yo, sounds. Hold on, hold on. give you the round of applause, man. Shout out to you for still being young and going out. Appreciate that. Nah, that's dope, man. I'm like, I'm looking on this. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, France is still out there, man. I'm wiping the cold out my eye. Trying to figure out what I'm going to watch on YouTube. Meanwhile, I'm over here watching Swave Sever on um that YouTube. Yo, yo, everyone, there's a fire YouTube series called New York Minute. It's written and produced by uh, Illa G, longtime Mob Deep affiliate. Uh, he's had albums out with Sean Price and all that. He's from Brooklyn, Sumner Projects. And you know how they used to have money and violence and respect life and all that? Yo, this is just like that, man. Great acting. Federal Star popped up in it. Method Man popped up in it. And Swave's got a reoccurring role. Swave and Ike P. Shout out to Miami. And um, Swave's playing a hitman. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty convincing too, man. Like, And um, so I was just watching those episodes like back to back to back and whatnot. And. As you can see, man, we're living two completely different lives over here, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was I, fire, I you, but I enjoyed my night just as equally as you enjoyed your night, though. So, hey, listen, let me tell you something, that, man. Play, boy? City city life is always is always fun and all that, but that wash life it's a different kind of fun that I'm always down for too. Yeah, man, wash life is it's it's highly underrated, man. You know what I'm saying? It's you, safe. It's safe. You wake up the next day with like. No hangovers, no headaches, no wild bills. Like, I bought how many drinks? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have that life going on, man. You just be chilling, B. So, now I enjoyed my Saturday night. I was I was chilling. I was watching mad episodes of that back-to-back. And um, just having a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? Getting money and drinking water. Staying washed oh, up. But, yeah, I didn't do uh, too much battle rap-related stuff over the weekend. Like I said, I was just... Still chilling, man. And then the Super Bowl was on Sunday, of course. And I know uh, A-Ward must still be doing backflips and everything. And Congratulations to A-Ward and Kansas City. Oh, but con- congratulations to the state of Kansas. Oh, man. Yeah, man. I- Yep, man, is wild. Yo, listen, this must be the most relatable president we've ever had, right? He's just like, hey, I'm like you guys. I fuck up tweets too. Son, it's crazy because, like, never in my life have I felt like I was genuinely more intelligent than the president of the United States himself. I genuinely know that if we took SAT exams or any IQ test, I would be smarter than this man. Yet, He's got his finger on the button. You know, I, I don't, I don't hey. understand what's going on. He might have me, put, me putting on, on me putting on my putting on my woke koofy, right? And oh, my, my shades. Man, we getting hotep right about now, brother. My brother. It lets you know that the SAT scores and our educational system just shows you how to take orders. It doesn't Ooh. exemplify intelligence. Hell no, yo, real talk, it, yo. 
that joint is just another system to just to just brainwash everyone into being what they want you to be, man. Like the educational system is fucked up, shouty. Like it's been fucked up. They ain't trying to fix it either, man. Like you have to wake up and see your way up out of it, like literally, man. So Hey, um, you think there's any you think there's any brainwashing systems in battle rap? Yeah, of course. That's how well, people well, get used to that's how people start expecting stuff and how people start liking things. It's just like with uh, radio, radio programming. They program you to like certain songs. So when certain artists get picked and chosen to be pushed to the forefront, then you start liking their material and you start looking for artists just like that. And people who are outside of that norm, they got to fight really, 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 really hard to break through. So, of course, man, like when all you were seeing back then was like Rex style battlers, Moog style battlers and all that. And Smack DVD is selling 200,000 copies at $20 a pop retail. And everyone around the country is seeing those guys. Everyone's going to want to try to start rapping like them. And if you're not rapping like them, (laughs) good luck. You better be really good or really like you better have something very special about you. And um, yeah. Out with the old, in with the new. Nobody wanted to see that scribble jam stuff no more. Nobody wanted mm. to see that old freestyle jump off stuff no more. They were like, "Man, we want that crack." <laughs> they went to T Rex to go get it, Mook to go get it, and those type of cats. So, you know, I'm not saying that that was the deliberate plan, but definitely that can be brainwashing in battle. Well, I- yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways you can brainwash them, somebody too. Like just the up and coming artists, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to sell them a dream, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to it's easy to throw them into a nice little five thousand dollar contract for a couple of battles, and this is the biggest payday they've gotten as an as an underground artist. So they're excited for a couple thousands of dollars. Little do they know they just pigeonhole themselves, right? And, and then you also have like when a battle happens that everybody can't see at once, and only a selective amount of people got to witness it. They create the theme. Of the result, which then has to carry on and live up to its reputation. So there's a lot of little brainwashing now that you mention it. Yeah, of course, man. You gotta get people conditioned to hear certain things. You have to, just like when, you know, Chilla started doing his uh, extra scheming and all that stuff. People were like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? And then after a while, people were like, oh, I wanna hear more of that. And it's like, ah, I'm tired of that. You know, so we always go through our little cycles and stuff of, programming people what to like and then deprogramming them to not like it no more like it's wild man how much does media pay a role into uh this manipulation and this brainwashing oh man well i mean i guess i guess just media in general is well, just media a brainwashing. Is such a strong word because i feel like there's only a few credible media outlets out there I'm not, gonna, mm. I'm not gonna name names. I'm not gonna name gonna, no names. You know, I'm what gonna saying? name some. I'm gonna name some names. <laughs> I I ain't gonna name no names because the reason why I won't is because I don't want to forget anyone. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, oh, remember us? But you know, you know who you are. If you're credible and you're doing your work and you do diligence and you're double checking and you're trying to get the other side of the story and you're creating your own original content and. You're not just reporting on, you know, other media outlets and you're not making up stuff and you're not fabricating stories and you're not putting things out there that shouldn't be put out there. Like, you know, there's only a few real and you're actually 
coming to at least one event a year. You know what I'm saying? Or at least have been to events in the past. You know what I'm saying? On a mm. frequent basis. Um, so, yeah, that word media is just so strong. I feel like there's a lot of people that give their opinion, good or bad, indifferent, whatever. But uh, to call some of those folks media is just, ugh. It'd be disrespectful to the people that do real media, you know? So, mm. But... Can I like the way you I like the way you talking, man, sir. Man, come on, bro. Look, man, we keeping it funky in twenty twenty, man. Like we ain't playing no games. Like, so do I feel like media? Can, yes, of course. Because if people band together and put out, you know, a certain narrative, and you haven't seen a battle yet, and everyone is you know pumping this narrative. And then you finally see it. It's like, hey, man, it's not how I see it. Or, But at the same time, that's why you have your own brain and your own opinion. But, yes, I've fallen victim to it, too, myself in the past. Like, you know, you hear different recaps. You hear this. You hear that. And then you're thinking, all right, this person is credible. I usually rock with their opinion. And then you're like, man, this is nothing like what you guys were saying. You know, but after you go through that a few times, you realize, like, you know, in the building – is one thing and actually seeing the battle on camera is another thing. I think that's something that we had to discover, man, after a while. Like, cause you know, in the past you just had the DVD, it dropped or you had the YouTube thing, it dropped and there weren't that many events to go to. So it wasn't uncommon for the masses not to see it. But after you start making your way out to event after event, after event, you're like, man, I'm not listening to what nobody got. Like I'll listen to what someone has to say about a battle, but like I'll listen, I'll take it with a with a with a quarter pound of salt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like mm. I don't know. Like I'll I'll be I'll let you entertain me with your opinions on a battle, but I don't believe anything completely until I see the battle myself. And I think half the time the thing is when you hear it, you almost want to prove people wrong sometimes. Like Nah, man, you were wrong. You know, but. You know, some folks call it how they see it, and sometimes things are just going to be a difference of opinion because you could be standing right next to someone in the venue and see the battle completely the opposite way than that person. So, and that's not their fault, you know. But um, but on a whole, though, like I just wait till I see the battle. But I'll let y'all entertain me, though. Yeah, I, I mean, well, the, the psychological standpoint from the like the origins of like on camera in the building, like before we had pay per view and all these things accessible to us, mm-hmm. like. It, it, it's a, it's like a general scientific psychological term. Right? I took psychology classes in co- in college, and there was this thing that was called like general mood happiness, and it was all about like the positivity like that you're feeling at the moment, mm-hmm. and wondering if it could be consistent over time. Mm-hmm. So it's always like speaking about like how you feel right now is it stable to feel the exact same way in a different environment, and it's it is probably is more than likely probably not. So like. In the past, when recaps like from being in the building didn't translate on camera, it wasn't like anybody tried to create a narrative. It's just like you're in. I mean, events were so much more unorganized a decade ago. So you're at an event eight hours minimum. Right. So add fatigue, add the fact that you're watching a battle one time. Yeah. 
and never again. And you're also inheriting this energy from everybody around you that's also experiencing this for the first time, really, because this is like Summer Madness 1 is nothing like we've ever seen before. Like at this point now, Summer Madness 9, we, we've seen plenty of events like this. So we kind of go into it knowing what to expect like what kind of veterans we we know like when a round is close in the building and say okay that round's going to be close on cam this round's going to age better this age this round's not going to age like well, now with these little things we we know right yeah back then we we, we couldn't pinpoint these things yeah, and so like going on so like the, there wasn't a birth of like creating narrative or trying to brainwash fans it's just you literally got kind of caught in the hype of the storm of what you just saw like and battles didn't weren't available like on VOD they weren't available the next day. You had to wait quite some time always for battles, a couple weeks, maybe a couple maybe a couple months. So I'm 100% sure nothing I see one time, a couple months later, I will digest it the exact same way. Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's but, a, and then I want to I want to touch on the thing you said about media. Mm-hmm. When you said uh um it's strange cuz like you have to kind of find a way to avoid what people put out there and it's a it's an ongoing battle because sometimes you want to just ignore, <clears throat> like, I guess negative narratives that people try to spew. But in this culture, negativity travels faster than positivity. I mean, but look look at the content we're digesting. Battle rap itself is a, such a negative yeah. outlet. It's such a it's such a a violent form of uh, speech. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I, if I, if to be political so like nobody's really having any publication or, or broadcasting like news or feature stories to the, the masses throughout right. their through their channel or they're not really being responsible the way that they distribute like like the news it's, they make their opinions the news right because since since this is such an opinionated sport everybody kind of falls back on oh my opinion this my opinion that and ah, uh, this is how I see it. This is how I see this. And you can never really tell somebody they're wrong for their opinion, I guess, right? right. But but it's not like a, a sports broadcaster that throws out a bunch of hot takes. At the very least, they have statistics to support their evidence. They they at the very least try to blindside data uh, to to the, to favor their argument because they have they're they're on a microscope and they're viewed by millions of people. So if they're gonna make an outlandish opinion <laughs> and 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 disguise it as news, they're at least trying to, you know, make their case strong. Right. You could always pull a cow, cow and herd, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That dude always grab some random statistic and then create. <laughs> oh, he, 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 he's, my, he's, he's my favorite because he'll take a player and, like, compare, like, their points and rebounds over the last, like, five games, but they won't compare their, like, assist or field goal percentage. And it's like, bruh, you can't you can't do that. You got to tell the whole story. It's like if I. <laughs> Why do you have to? <laughs> no one it's like wants if, the it, whole story. <laughs> they want the spicy tidbit that they look, can run with to the water cooler. Vlad, I'll give you I'll give you an awesome example. Yo, friend, right? the people don't know you have amazing Fox Sports news battle rap type outtakes. Can you hit us with a couple, please? I'll give you one in a bit. I'll give you one in a bit. But I give you I'll give you a fun example of like things that like Fox would do, right? Uh-huh. Let, let's let's rewind to the past. Let's rewind a little bit. Uh-huh. Let's go back to uh 2017 to 2018, right? The end of 2017 to the beginning of 2018. Yes. Twerk's, Twerk's last three battles on URL. He battled Cortez. He battled JC. And then he battled uh, 
Uh, I'm sorry. He battled. He battled JC. He battled Mr. Wavy, and he battled Verb. Yes. Right. Boom. At that moment, I could be like, Twerk is choked in two of his last three battles. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I could put a a screen of somebody next to Twerk and show their last three battles. Oh, Verb hasn't choked in any of his last three battles. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's such a small sample size, but it somehow like like makes my argument valid because what I'm saying is not necessarily wrong, right? Right. But here's the thing, though. Our media outlets or the people that try to disguise themselves as media outlets, they're not necessarily taking any data. Nope. They're not necessarily taking the news. Nope. They're just taking their opinion and highlighting it as news. And that, your opinion on the battle, your opinion on somebody's content, that's that's not necessarily news. It's not necessarily a featured story to present to anybody. And then more importantly, they take a lot of incidents to happen outside of the ring. Right. And that becomes character, de- uh, you know, defamation at that point because it's literally any type of communication where you're trying to harm their reputation, right? right? Yep. Most statements that are published are from these, from like some people that like are like aren't at events and will negatively criticize an event. Sometimes their statements are are false. Sometimes they're just going by hearsay, right? So because they're not in the building, they have to get an external source to let them know what's happening. And in result, all they're necessarily doing is just causing harm to other reputations. What fears me the most, though, is that people listen to that. And it's like, aren't you aware that this person is, like, not connected to this event? No, not at all. They don't. A lot of people don't care. They just want to be entertained and entertained by any cost, whether it's the truth, whether it's a lie. As long as you can entertain them for that amount of time while they're sitting down there and watching their phone, that's all that people care about. And people consume content at a at a deadly rate, and all they want to do is just be entertained. Some a lot of folks, and it's sad, man. Like you literally will watch people just create fabrication and put it out there like it's truth, or some people will take half truths. But it'll be like their opinions mostly about something and then spin it to make it sound like facts. Like, you know how uh, it's not journalism, but you know how this works, Rance. Like if you pick certain words and use certain words in your phrasing, you almost make it sound like facts. But you have that one word that that makes it still, quote unquote, an opinion. But the way it's presented is like it's presented like it's facts, but it's not predicated on any truth or predicated on just a little bit of truth and it's 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 bad man like this doesn't and and it's 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 messed up because when you watch other sport sports and 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 events and you know legitimate media people like they don't do this and then media don't report on media like they don't do talk this this talk it's, it's not being a media person like you're not gonna see Media guys imagine, going at it on air, mind you. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine if all your ESPN shows were just covering quotes from other ESPN shows and oh not the actual sports. God. That's what a lot of people that disguise themselves <laughs> as media outlets do, Vlad. They will cover media. And you know what? Hold on. I want to give a big shout out first and foremost. Go for it. The Godfather himself, uh-huh. our big homie, our OG, and a mentor, like an uncle to me. Shout out to Street Star Norbs. Yeah, hola, Norbito. He, 
he is a genius at this. He knows what he does, and I laugh every time oh, he does it. I lo- and I <laughs> and I laugh even and I laugh even more every time I see somebody fall for it. Right? Yeah, I know exactly he, what you talk about. Listen, this is like literally fundamental. I guess I don't want to say manipulation or gaslighting. That's too strong of a word. Uh-huh. But it's, it's it's just it's just the perfect way to keep your name circulating. And forty eight laws of power, man. It's better to be slandered than to be ignored. Absolutely. Right? Norbs will always speak very general. So he'll be like, you know, bloggers will X, Y, Z. Right? Uh-huh. He won't mention the name. But because he's so general, everybody who feels they're targeted by his words will be prone to respond. He'll be like, bloggers don't care about battle rap. They only care about drama. Right. Five bloggers will be like, what's Norbs talking about? <laughs> his, comments, his comments are so stupid. And then they'll go make a blog about what Norbs just said. So not only did you just prove Norbs correct, you also exposed your guilty conscience because he was being general, and, and you also now feeding into his name, and you're, and you're marketing him. You're right. You give it a more clout. And now you're talking, to, you're talking to your audience about this other person. And then they're like, well, let me go see what Norbs talk about then. And then they go go right over. I love it, man. It's it's hilarious. Every time it happens, I just hit you up like, yeah. Yo, it's it's it it's like it's like clockwork. <laughs> it's like clockwork, and they it's it's almost as if they've never they, they still don't get it. You know what I mean? It's like if you put a mouse in in a maze, yep. and it, it still can't find a way out. No, oh, and, <laughs> and you draw it for it, and it's like this is how you get out, mouse. <laughs> <laughs> like nope, I'm gonna run into this wall over and over and over again. It's crazy, man. Yeah, like media doesn't report on media, and you see so much of that. And then in battle rap, it can go so left. It's like all of a sudden now your mom's is drawn into this, and your sisters, and you know, and ah, nobody got time for all that, man. Like, and that's not being productive. That's not pushing the art forward because then people just look at it like what what is going on here you know hey i wanna i wanna mention something that we put ourselves on the line for mm-hmm. right okay and this isn't to, this isn't to toot our own horn this is actually to to let people know the efforts that we go to oh, when yeah. we try when we try to make these statistics because this is again this isn't a sport it's an art form but it gets treated like a sport so you do everything you can to mine as much data statistics history of a battle rapper, of an event, of a league, data numbers. There's not much metrics available to us, but we grab what we can. And infographics have become a really big business, Vlad. Like, the beautiful design of a vertical image with charts, numbers, dates. Yep. You know what I mean? And and, and you're pretty much giving life to a to a sentence once you put out an infographic. So if you're irresponsible with these infographics... You then kind of start to spread, I want to say, inaccurate information, and not, it, even if it's not intentional, where you're not trying to manipulate people. But if you're if you're all the way off target, you know, you can really, I guess, mess with some of the battle rappers' accolades. You can mess with some of the fans' debates. Yeah. You 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 know you you can kind of stir the pot in certain ways. If I'm like, hey, Hitman Holla has twenty one battles. That are platinum, and somebody's like, "Oh well, that means he's the best. He has twenty-one. In reality, he has nineteen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that that's you know that something's it's, it's minor, but 
little things like that can easily be bad journalism too. So we put ourselves on the line every single time we make an LTBR stat flyer. Shout out to Dylan. Facts. Yeah, shout out. And to shout out to Tim because he was always so meticulous too for every Dude, time we wanted to get spreadsheets, man. The Excel, all of the. I'm like, yo, this cats are out of control, man. But it's but then when you actually make an info flyer and it all comes together and you know how much the hard work went into it and then you know the rappers start reacting to oh, it and, then, that's, and then the rappers love it they and, the rappers and then it love it a topic of conversation for them and then it's like oh well wait a minute now 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 hold on you know and it becomes it sparks conversations in a positive way about the art form it's not sparking conversation about bs you see what i'm saying so there's a big difference and i think also too a lot of quote unquote media are just very very reactionary like everything is based on reaction like gotta wait till something happens have have to wait before a battle happens or some stupid news happens or something you know off the off the stage happens and then here it comes but i don't think i think we need more people who are sitting there and creating like content driven things where it's like where they're make where they're creating scenarios or creating like uh stories from things that have happened already or framing you know events for people or or just reminding folks like what's going down and 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 projecting like there's not enough of that it's too much just reacting to what's going on or rumors or hearsay or or a piece of a truth that's being flipped and folded as opposed to creating content of what's what's gonna come in the future or what's gonna happen or things things like that and it's like there's not enough of that man like it's and it's not easy you know it's not easy but i yeah i've, I've never under, i've never i've never understood where the the i mean look again i guess being a news uh, a battle rap news outlet right a media outlet you have to also break stories you have yes. to break flyers and, and get reports and also you work with the artists in the leagues to get uh you know a heads up as to what what direction the battle rap market is moving towards so that you can prepare for your content you can prepare to update the masses as well and then you report accurately so like when if we say something and you see it on our page you know it's a fact you know what i mean like that's that's what we strive to do and and so like when you when when you work this hard to make sure you're doing accurate reporting, you're 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 surveying the current landscape of battle rap. So I'm not mad at people that are that are so quick to react to what's the hottest topic, but I will say you you search, you will find there's always something to talk about in the culture. Absolutely. There's always something going on. This is still a global thing. There's always something to pinpoint. Uh, there's an event coming up this weekend, Vlad. We we haven't got a chance to talk about it. February 29th. There's probably going to be five events going down February 29th. Oh, the weekend God. we went to High Battle. There was two events going on at once. Yeah. Like there's, there's always something to pick apart. And I also think a lot of people get confused with those fans that create engagements and debates. Right? Like I love the fans that like will throw up like fantasy matches. Will you know throw up mock schedules? Will put scenarios and put questions out. I love that because they get great engagement. They create great dialogue. Um, you also get a lot of us, the media members, to chime in on some of their dialogue. Right. But I want, people to, I want people to understand that that's still not necessarily news. And I mean that for everybody. I mean that for like us as media members to like not take that and, and instantly make it into a story. Also, the MCs, who, they will respond to somebody's like regular dialogue. And it's like, you don't have to respond to it. You know what I mean? Shouts to Don Marino. Love Don Marino. When his battle when his battle dropped this past Friday against Pass, 
you know, the battle dropped like at 11 a.m. Yeah. And by 11.45, there was a, a slander fest on Twitter. And, and people aren't even really atting Don Marino. And he's like searching for the negative comments and he's responding to it. Like, nah, man, that's just healthy battle rap dialogue. Everybody's not going to like you. You can't respond to that. Because then if you respond to it, you make that the story. Exactly. Exactly. And hey, at least but, they talk about you one way or the other. Because there's a lot of people that are just getting ignored and just flying by night. I, man. Look, Vlad, maybe you and I have worked diligently to not look crazy every time we get on these <laughs> microphones. Uh-huh. But but it surprises me that this is, to me, this all feels fundamental. But I'm just shocked by how this isn't grasped by many. Listen, all you need is a telephone and people to watch oh, you. What? And your media, you know, but uh, I, you know, uh, people just feel like if 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 they're getting validated by views and they've got their own following and their own fans, then it's like, what can you tell them at that point? You know, it's like, what can you tell them? And for the people that do love it, you know, that's cool. I ain't mad at you. Everybody got the right to to like what they like, and you know, not everyone wants to sit down and listen to a bunch of you know, statistics or, you know, reporting and things like that or... No, hey, how of course. That, and the- every, and that's, that's the beauty of it. There's so... Look, even in the genre of battle rap, which I wish it wasn't like this, mm-hmm. but the reality is it's, it's divided to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to digest this. Like, you have... You have the foot soldiers, the guys with the cameras that are out here getting live recaps or live right. interviews in the trenches, yeah. right? They're not necessarily breaking news. They're just trying to get the exclusives, the exclusives before anybody else can. Yeah. But then you, you got the people, you got the people like you and me that's day by day, week by week, letting people know what's going on, what's the details, giving our comments and and, and researching things. And then you got some other people like. Jay Black, who has the whole sports center set up, he he has a whole production going on. Everybody has a separate role in this culture, and it's like you get different types of news everywhere else. Like, I don't know, when I watch all these ESPN shows, I know I'm getting something different from a different show. Like, I'm watching, I'm not necessarily going to first take to get my, to get my, oh, what's my breaking news? You know right, what I mean? Right. I'm going there to get entertaining. Right. I, yeah, I, I, watch, just, I, I watch, I watch the jump if I want more inclusive news. I listen to The Ringer. I go read an article on The Ringer. Etc. Etc. Yeah, and I just wish there was more integrity, you know, because I'd be seeing some stuff and I'd be like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> like, I'm like, "What's going on right now?" You know, like, "What is going on here?" And I think too, man, like there just has to be a level of respect between everyone, because these are real people, and you know, to create a slander campaign against some folks and all that stuff—it's real. Like, it's real easy. It's real. And, and it's really intoxicating too, because then at that point you've got you've got the rappers supporters chiming in on you and checking out what you're doing. You got your supporters riding for you, so now you feeling like a boss, and you know you're going back and forth. And in the midst of that, so many things are being said, and it's like, yo, this is crazy right here. And you know, I just never understood it because you know, man, when you are at these events, it's like you know, perfect example. We're at I Battle. Henny's there, we're like, oh, you know, you get to chop it up. You actually get to talk about the art form of it, the skill. Oh, yo, I had this in the round I was going to do. Man, when, when they announced me, this is how I felt. Or when this person was, you know, it's like there's so much that actually goes into it where you really get a deeper perspective of the art form when you're there and you get that vibe. And, you know, we're there and Swag Tanner's there and Trey 30's there. And, and, 
you know, there's some uh, some dude from the, oh man, I can't forget my man's name. I feel like a bozo right now. But cool. salute to the the kid who had the last battle of the night, the kid with the dreads. Okay. And um, and you know, we were just standing there talking, and he was like, "Yo, your voice sounds mad familiar." And I was like, oh, you know, I'm glad from Let's Talk Battle Rap. He's like, yo, you know, I really listen to the show and, you know, the deconstructions that you guys do uh, with, you know, with Tim. Like, I, I listen to the Chilla Jones one. I listen to, to this one or that one. And it really gets me in the zone of writing. And I so, get to see what these what these elite writers, how their minds think and, you know, what they do to put into their rounds. And then he was like straight up like, yo, you know. If I if if I do good or if I do bad, just let me know what you think. You know, when I get off the stage or whatever. You know, we stuck around and watched and chopped it up a little bit afterwards. And then um, it's know, incredible. So, so you different man. It's so different. You po- you, po- you polished your own nose and you forgot his name. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my man's name. It's not my fault. I'm old, son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm cold, bro. But shout out to my man. He's from the West Coast, man. And um. And yeah, you know, so it's like, it, and it's, it's different. It's like when you out there, like I couldn't imagine if Stephen A. Smith never went to a basketball game, but they ain't right. just talked about basketball all year round. Like I could not imagine like, you know, you, and it's, it's great when you actually get to go out there and you can bust it up and they could be like, Hey, you know, I didn't like the way you reported on that story. You know, this is really what happened. And if it comes up again, yo, just holler at me, get my side of it. Like, I'll let you know what's actually happening instead of just running with this or running with that. I'm like, there's so many examples on how to do things the right way that I feel like people go out of their way and feel like all of that controversy and everything is going to be what sells. And ultimately too, this is a factor that we're not looking at. Like, I mean, YouTube is not paying how it used to pay, but people are monetizing their thoughts. So if all it's about is monetizing your thoughts and, and I've heard one particular cat, you know, just say, I don't care about the culture. Like, I don't care about battle rap culture. I'm just doing this. And I'm like, it's evident. It's clear, you know, and it's just all to monetize off of, you know, these people's hard work. And I'm like, the least you could do is show up and just like, you know, say, hey, I'm here. I respect it enough, but people don't even respect that enough to to do that. It's like you know, you just wake up to shit on other people and collect a paycheck off of that. Like, oh, it's very scabby, you know. But again, this is hateful speech one on one that we're watching. You, I, I understand where all the negativity thrives from. I, it's, you have to kind of laugh at it sometimes. You oh, gotta no, just take I laugh, it. But it's like you gotta take you gotta take it in stride, man. Absolutely. Yo, you know what? Once you you got people, you got people, you got you got you got you got people that don't. There's people that don't like us, Vlad, and it's amazing. There's people that think. It's people on the Twitter world that think we should be stoned for our opinion. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, it's hilarious, man. And but- look, you you know what? I, I've also we've gotten to a point where, like, I mean, you got to be responsible with your voice. And every time I send these tweets out, when I have my thoughts or take on a battle, mm-hmm. I, I I think it out, I craft it out. Like now, I'm not so quick to just say what I think right away. Even when flyers come out. I'll, I'll, say, I'll, break, I'll break the news of the flyer in the event, but I won't give any of my details. And I definitely won't give away what I think or a winner right away in the timeline. You got to come and you got to come and listen for that. But I take my time with these things because the simple tweet goes a long way. Like, uh, uh, for example, I was tagged into something where Geechee was, I think, 
having a conversation with, with just a fan. A fan was like, hey, what's Geechee's record against these five names? And the name was like Verb, Goods, Calico, Twerk, Pat Stay, you know, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of names. Yep. And and then I said, uh uh Twerk is his hardest opponent on that list. Then I thought to myself, like, hmm, you know what? I'm gonna say this. Send <laughs> and I <laughs> and I tweeted out and you you always see the tweets when they catch fire. Oh, I see it. An A game twerk can beat an A game Geechee. Mm-hmm. Tweet caught fire, Vlad, and I thought it wouldn't catch fire. It was it was pretty late in the night. It was like eleven thirty at night. The tweet caught fire. Everybody's like, "Whoa, show me an A game twerk." It, it's eight thirty <laughs> on the West Coast. <laughs> the W ain't slipping. <laughs> it was like what. Hey man, it's still warm out here. Did you see this tweet? <laughs> that W how, bat signal went up in the sky, man. Kept your phone how, how, all night. How about when we put out a list and everybody oh, calls us weenies? Everybody man. calls us weenies. <laughs> Yo, we was weenies for like three days. <laughs> How's this guy on the list? What did he do? I'm out here killing it. Oh no, nah, man! Y'all whack! Y'all, y'all some bozos! I'm like, yeah, bring it on! Man. I, I, I laugh, I, I laugh, I love it, and I get inspired, and I, I think they get inspired too. Yeah, low key, you have to, because it's like you know, we, we're not just bozos with opinions. Like we actually try to take our times, and it's all opinionated. So yeah, of course. And more, and more importantly, we put it on wax. Yeah. <laughs> We claim it, bro. And then you're going to see us at the event. You feel me? It's like you're going to see it and you can tell us, yo, why you ain't pick me for real, son? And then we can have a whole conversation about it. And then as we hey, walk what, away, what, we what give respect. What happened when we saw Danny Myers at Strike 2.5 oh. a year and some change ago? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you guys had me losing the past day on champion. What's like, that about? Hey, you don't fuck with me. <laughs> it's like, yo, bro, it ain't like that. You know, it ain't like yeah. that. And he like that bar guy. He's like, nah, I'm just messing with you. And then that's it. It was everything was mad cordial. It was cool after that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my fa- my favorite was um when I saw Snake Eyes and the Saga Live. Right. Yeah. This is this was banned before Band Legacy was created. So like, if you were at a band battle, it was like you were, you know, you're you're a special person in the culture to be at a, at a band battle because it just pops up and happens, and you don't even really know what's going. On. In fact, I was there. And I did not know a band battle was about to happen. I had just stood a couple oh, extra yeah, hours I had later. left because I'm old. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I saw, I saw Snake Eyes. I saw Snake Eyes in the saga. And this is still when band is like secretive. So once it happened, I just mentioned how polished Saga looked. Mm-hmm. Snake Eyes was like, "Yo, man, you already starting the narrative. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do that. You know, it's a band battle. Nobody gonna see it, and, and then they are gonna take your opinion." And I'm just like. All right, Snake, you know what? Maybe you're right. Because band was still a new thing at the time, so I right. didn't know we could speak on it publicly. Now, when I go watch Snake Eyes versus Mike P live, in effect, right. for the for the 2.0, uh, for the 2.0 private event, the second he finishes battling Mike, he looks at me. He's like, yeah, yeah. Make sure you tweet out my performance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's one thing that, that, that I had to learn is like, yo, no matter what, there's gonna be people that dig it, there's gonna be people who don't rock with it. You know, listen, and just just stick just say what you believe and exactly. stick by it and own it. Exactly. Like once you put it once you put it out there, die you have to you have to be ready to die for your take. 
Yo, listen, man. It's like a good NFL quarterback. You got to have a short memory. You know, you throw two interceptions in the first quarter. You can't stop throwing the ball in the second quarter or the third quarter. You know, as long as you out there trying your best, doing your due diligence, taking out your reads, your check downs, you know, might have a couple of sloppy throws here and there. But for the most part, you're doing your best, you know, and that's all that you could do when you, you know, when you're in this game. And as long as you have respect. And for me, I'm big on, you know, if I'm not. If I'm not saying these things in a person's face as a normal human being, like, I'm not going to, you know, pump up my chest and just, like, get all crazy on the Internet because I'm on the Internet and I'm never going to see these people. Like, I never understood that part of the game. Like, it's like, that's just not that's just not my style anyway. And on top of that, everything you think, you don't need to say. You feel me? Like, you can save some stuff, man. Like, you know, but... um. But it's just it's just mad interesting though, just to see how this whole game develops and how it goes and and how it's growing and the the, the different mediums that are out there now and the different styles of you know just being media and all that. Like it's just so interesting to watch this game change from from back in the day. Like it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah, man, but. This is a good podcast, Vlad. This is, this is a fun podcast. Yes, sir, man. I, I turned into a podcast on all kind. Man, we went everywhere with it, man. To recap, we started out with your with your night as Jack Tripper. You know, you and uh, Three's Company heading out. All kinds of gringos making indecent. Uh, you know, indecent. Hey, Three's Company is one of my favorite shows. It's one of my favorite shows, by the way. I'm sure. Yo, it was. That definitely was one of my favorite. Yo, hold shows on. Before you even, before you finish, before you finish recapping this pod, think about that show, Three's Company. That show if you, wild. if you, if you describe that show in 2020, that show is not getting aired on television. Yo, man, you got a blonde and a brunette who runs around in short shorts with a dude and, pretending to be gay just so he could live there. And, <laughs> Because the landlord see because the landlord sees a gay person as a female. Holy shit! That show would get that show would get canceled so quick in twenty twenty. Yo, yo, Mister Roper was low key creeps. That is man, Mister Furley. I know my man was downstairs jacking off all, all day and night. Yo, like your man was a dirt bag so with his wife and all that. Like the show was crazy. Then we had a whole interesting topic of brainwashing the media yes, that originated from the Donald Trump tweet. There you right. go. Look at that, man. Look at that. And then we our president, our president, our president was good for something. <laughs> and then we switched it off to responsibility in media and all that. So, you know, if anyone is listening and they're thinking about getting into the media game, I'll just say, man, just, just you know, just have some integrity. Just have some integrity about it and have fun and be original. You know. And, you don't need to tear the next person down, even though we've uh, <laughs> felt like we weren't tearing nobody down. We're just keeping it real and just uh, saying it how it is. And just want to see some changes, you know, going forward. Just want to see some changes. I just want to see the game elevate. You know, I just want to continue to hear better content. And um, salute to everyone that is doing good content. Like I said, I don't want to drop names because I don't want to forget anyone. And if I do forget anyone, it might sound like a slight. So for those that rock with us outside in the real world and, you know, we link and we chop it up, you know who you are. Continue to do your good work for all everyone who's dropping new good work, man. Salute to y'all. I see it. And, you know, that's all we just want to 
We just want to focus on, on dropping good content in 2020. And because, yo, friends, man, the way I think about this is that these 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 podcasts that we're doing are going to live on forever and ever and ever and ever. And all I think about is like when people listen to this five years from now, 10 years from now, however they get to it, like I want it to sound like, yo, this was what it was supposed to be like, you know, and something you could be proud about. So, you know, my boy, it's always a pleasure doing these podcasts with you, man. I know how much hard work you put into the game. I know how much hard work Tim puts in the game, Dylan puts in the game, and um, it's just been nothing but 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 great things, man, working with you and more great things to come. You feel me? Pause. Like, likewise, sir. Sign us out. Yeah, man. Before we sign out, everyone, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LTBR Podcast. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Program V. Log on to letstalkbattlerap.com. Sign on to the Patreon. We got tons and tons of good stuff coming. So until next time, everybody, peace.